0: Hi everybody, and welcome back to The Swing Set, a podcast by The Swing Agency. My name is Katherine Harley, I'm your host, and today I'm joined by fellow Swing team member Sean Davenport, along with alumni Diana Bassett, who talks to us about her experience finding her own company, her experience as a Hofstra alum, and she gives great advice for graduating seniors and anybody looking for a job in the industry. So let's just swing right into it. Um, Hello, Diana. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you so much for being here today. So I'm here with Diana Bassett and Sean, who's been on the podcast before. Um, Diana, would you mind just introducing yourself to our listeners?
1: Sure. Uh, My name is Diana. I graduated from Hofstra undergrad in 2010. And then I got my master's in public relations from Hofstra in December of 2017. So I love Hofstra, very involved with the alumni Phil, so, you know, if you ever have any questions about the school or what to do afterwards in networking and connecting, I'm always here and available to talk about that.
0: Oh, we um, definitely have questions about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I also currently am the founder and president of Diana Bassett Public Relations, which is a very new thing, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in a little bit. So it's kind of exciting to be able to say that. And this is my first time announcing that also.
0: That's amazing. That's so exciting. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So you said that you're an alumni of Hofstra, and you love Hofstra. So um, how did your experiences at Hofstra kind of prepare you for your professional career? And what were some of the steps that you took after graduating?
1: Sure. So my undergrad actually is not in public relations. It's in film production, uh, which was an amazing program. It's The opportunities that Hofstra gets you and gives you is just Something different. I actually transferred, and what I saw at Hofstra, opposed to seeing where I was beforehand, it was night and day. Um, the, the internships that I had, I interned at Sesame Street, ABC News, um, MTV, so and a couple other places after college of people who connected me at different production studios. It was really amazing. And then I actually worked in the film industry for about three years, and that was also thanks to Hofstra Connections. Um, but with students, and I think something that's so important also, like the students keeping each other, you know, as we move up, you move up too. we it's a great connection. So there were some people who were working in production that I had graduated with, and they reached out and they're like, do you want to get involved in our production team? And I just kind of moved from movie to movie with them. And it was amazing. You know, it was like we had this nice hoxtra crew at every wrap party. It was like, OK, gotta take the hoxtra picture now. And there was like 20 something people from the set. That would all just jump in for the photos. Wow! And yeah, it was it was really great, and most of them are insanely like successful now in the industry, and I love coming across their names and being like, it's just such a warm feeling, and I love that. That's amazing. However, film was not for me. Uh, there was something. It was fun, but there was something just missing. I couldn't figure out what it was, and I got into PR completely accidentally. Um, also through a Hofstra connection. Everything in my life comes back to Hofstra. I love it, which is why I'm here, because I want to be able to give back the way that Hofstra has given to me. So I was actually at a bar of all places talking to some friends from Hofstra who brought some other friends from Hofstra. And I was they were like, well, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know. I need to be creative. I need to do something, but I don't know what it is. And this guy was like, you should be a publicist. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, I didn't take a single PR class. I don't fully understand what a publicist is. And basically, he said, you'll learn on the job <laughs> and hired me pretty quickly. And it was really amazing because it was, um, the company was called Full Scale Media and it was actually based in Minneola. And his sister had been a publicist for a, a long time and she was just kind of branching out. She's a one person company and she was branching out and she brought her brother on. to kind of handle the business side of it. So after they hired me, I got to just sit by her side and learn everything about the industry. And it was an experience that is not normal, that most people probably will never be able to experience because to have one person, no one else in the company will just sit there and just throw you into it and not afraid to mess up because she knows you know nothing. So it definitely was a unique situation. Um, on my first day, she made me run a meeting with a client, which was the scariest thing I'd ever done in my life. I'm like, I still don't know what this does, but I need to turn around and tell this client all these things. And I learned I'm really good on my feet and I'm really good in a high-pressure situation, which has come in handy so much in the rest of my career. But I just remember that fear, that moment of just being thrown on the phone and being like, hi, I'm your new publicist. And I'm like, great, how long have you been in the industry? I'm like, 25 minutes. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that's too funny.
1: But it was it was just such an experience and I learned everything that I could. And every job that I've had since then, I've been able to learn more and more. And I've been really lucky and beginning to think it really just is the industry. You know, people say that this industry can be cutthroat, but we really do look out for each other and we want to see the next generation of publicists really grow. And I see that in my mentors. And now I'm in an area where I can be a mentor to other people. And I just want to keep that going. And I'm where I am because people took chances. So I'm always down, like, we need to take chances on the next generation. And it's exciting to see them become successful also.
2: Mm -hmm. We were actually just talking about that, me and Catherine, Um, before you came on. We were just like, what, like, how do you, because we see it as like, oh, like, we know we need to like reach out to these people because it's all like who, you know, and it's like how you grow and like this industry of, we're literally communicators. So it's like, we need to communicate with each other and we're just like, Oh my gosh, like how do we reach out to these people? How do we like become friends with them? Like, how do we just go and get a cup of coffee? And it's like, I was telling her, I'm like, it's really interesting. It's like simpler. It's more simple than we think it is. Like you literally just reach out and it's like, I feel like more people are willing to help then like we give them credit to I feel yeah. like it's an, an industry and probably most industries but I feel like ours is like it's all about that connection and I feel like we always just try to go and get the connection and it's more likely than we think it is
0: yeah absolutely. I was telling Sean I I always kind of struggle with the line of being annoying and then being persistent and following up in a, like an according way you know what I mean so <laughs> I think growing up through the PR industry being kind of ready to graduate in December now Sean's graduating in May well this month oh my gosh thank you thank
2: you I don't know what I am doing but day by day we're going
0: but I do think that you really learn how to make those genuine connections and learn how to reach out so are there any tips that you would give us especially Sean who's graduating and looking for a job in this climate like what's an appropriate way to reach out what really resonates with you is like someone genuinely reaching out to you
1: Absolutely. Well, so of course, the first thing where you said, you know, that line between being annoying and being persistent, that is something you're going to deal with your entire career, not just reaching out to jobs and mentors, but also with the media. There's a very, very fine line of annoying them and being persistent enough to get that story that maybe somebody else wouldn't get. So that is a dilemma everyone's going to have the rest of their careers. I, I worry about it every day, but I also, it's, it's fun to know, like, you don't want to push the limit because you don't want to ruin, you know, your relationship with them. So learning that perfect balance is definitely something it's, it's an art. It really does. And in the beginning, definitely, you know, overstep too many times. You know, sometimes you get some mean emails back from journalists, like, I didn't answer you the first five times. Why would I answer you now? I'm like, hey, you answered and something. <laughs> you also really have to like have that thick skin and have a sense of humor. Because there's going to be a you know, scary rejection, whether it's with a journalist or reaching out for a job or a mentor, it's going to happen. But I have noticed in the industry that more times than not, people are very willing to help and get together. And I've never really seen anything that wasn't like that. So I know from my point, like from people reach out to me, I love when people reach out to me on LinkedIn especially Hofstra alum. I love when I get that email. Hi, you know, I came across you. I saw you went to Hofstra and you work in PR. I would love to just ask you a couple of questions. And I notice it's like, everyone always seems a little timid and they don't want to like overstep. And I'm like, overstep, please. Like I have this experience. Let me give it to you. I love it. And I'll be the first one to be like, let's grab a cup of coffee or let's, you know, meet. I have, you know, my, I'm going to take lunch at this time on this day. Let's, let's meet, let's go somewhere. And I love it because again, people took chances on me and I wouldn't be where I am if the right people didn't do that. So if I can, you know, be able to give back, it's it's pretty amazing. And also, you know, it's it's a little selfish because it's really nice to be able to know that like I can help someone like in the, not so selfish way, but it's kind of like amazing. You know, I, I had this um, this person who, who worked underneath me and she was uh, an account exa- um, account coordinator And she's now a senior account executive at another company. And she used to come to my office every day and just ask questions. I'm like, no stupid questions. Even if you think it's dumb, it means you need to know it. So come to me. And she would come in every day with these questions. And I love like when I see she gets promotions at the company she's at now. It's like, I don't know. It's like watching somebody like really blossom, and it's amazing. And you know, one day I could, you know, our clients could work together, or I could be working for her. And it's it's a really amazing feeling to know that and see that.
2: It's kind of like um, you feel like you kind of like birth like a little kid, and you like see them grow, and then like they like fly away, and it's just
1: like oh look
2: at you, like I I feel like yeah.
1: That's amazing. You know, this industry definitely is a little competitive, but there is so much room for all of us, and there's no reason why we can't all be successful. One person's success does not take away from another person's. And in fact, it's great to have these connections. You know, having friends that work in PR in different industries and different clients and even the same ones, I love collaborating with them. I love knowing that, you know, if I am stuck on something or maybe they know a contact that I don't and we can reach out to each other. And there's no reason for us to be cutthroat towards each other. It's a really warm, welcoming community.
0: That's such a good philosophy to hear that, like warmed my heart. I love hearing that. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> so for people like Sean, who are kind of graduating and looking for jobs during this time, do you have any tips for like how to kind of go about a job search right now? Um, any kind of pointers for that? Of course. So
1: now is obviously a very crazy time. And unfortunately, not only are people not hiring, they're also letting go of people. So once the job market opens back up, it seems there's going to be competition with everyone, not just the people graduating. So it's probably a much scarier time than usual. And honestly, who knows how long this is going to be? Who knows what's going to change? And everything can change from day to day. And the best advice I can give is to just be willing to adapt. And that kind of goes along with all of PR. The industry is constantly evolving. So there are things that I'm doing now that didn't exist two years ago. So being able to adapt and making sure that, you know, you can show to people that whatever needs to be done, I can learn it. I always joke that I went to the university of Google because if I don't know how to do something, I'll never say, yes, I can do it and lie about it. I'll be like, I haven't done this, but let me go learn it. And I've learned so many skills that, weren't taught in school just because they didn't exist at the time and i'm always looking for online programs and seeing what i can just watch and i watch so many youtube videos and being able to do that now and show that you know things are going to go crazy the way that we do pr is going to evolve right now because of what's going on with covid so we need to show people that we can adapt with it we can change our messaging we can change our tools we can change our technique just because of that of what's going on and being able to show potential employers that is very important but it's also about branding yourself. My theory is if you can't brand yourself, how can you brand your clients? So it's very important to be able to show people that you can be the person that they need to help their clients. So finding ways um, to just completely, um, sorry if I can say I'm um a lot, <laughs> which is, I hope you'll add that out.
2: <laughs> I got you.
1: <laughs> um, Being able to show them that, you know, you can do what you need to do and brand yourself and uh Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Let me start that over.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, yeah, okay. So finding what people need is also really important. One of the things I was doing right now, unfortunately, I, I did lose my job and was unable to find a new one because nobody was hiring. And I had a lot of interviews after I lost my job. But they all said the same thing, we love you, we'll be back in touch with you as soon as after this ends. And that was in March, and now it's May, and who knows how long it's going to be. So I found ways to get my name out there and just do things while still giving back, which was important to me. I think it's always important that everything you do is a balance. It shouldn't only be for yourself. It should be for the community, for the world, for everything. There should always be some sort of balance. It doesn't mean you can't get something good out of it, but it should be also helpful for other people. So to keep myself relevant, to keep myself sharp, to keep my name out there, I started doing pro bono work for any small business that needed it. It didn't have to be something that was usually in the industry that I was in. It didn't matter because my theory is if you can do PR for one person, you can do it for anyone. You just, you know, have to know how to reach out to people and you can do it. So I started reaching out to small businesses, posting in forums, posting on LinkedIn, sharing with friends, sharing with other Hofstra alumni and It just started coming in where people, you know, I was, I, at one point I was working with 18 different clients at once, um, because they knew it was all pro bono. It wasn't like working with typical 18 clients who like needed things exactly. And I was like, okay, in two weeks, I'll have this press release for you. And nobody was pushing about it or anything, but it was, it was really amazing being able to connect with these small businesses. And it did actually bring in attention from other PR firms who reached out to me to say, wow, that's amazing we'd love to stay in touch with you for afterwards. So it's finding ways to get your name out there, making sure to show that you are somebody in the industry, that you are someone they should watch. And LinkedIn is also a huge way to do that. You know, making sure you're connecting with the professionals, not just the HR people in different firms, but also the executives looking for other Hochschild alumni, I think is a great idea. Just connecting with them, just being like, hi, I wanted to reach out to you. Just wanted to, know, see if there's any advice you could give me about how to, you know, break into your company or is there anything that you're looking for? And I know right now might be crazy, but in the future, you know, I'd love to be able to be considered and I'd love to know what you're looking for in your potential employees. Just making sure you're there and then connected with them and then sharing your thoughts on on your LinkedIn page. You know, if you see something happen in the media that you think is, you know, has a reaction of some sorts, write about it. Talk about your opinions. How, what would you have done? What wouldn't you have done? Have call to actions, ask other professionals what they would have done or how they feel about it and just make sure that you're constantly relevant. So eventually your name's going to mean something. It'll hold some water.
2: I'm literally writing this stuff down right now. I'm just like, I can forget <laughs> this. like i I know it's recorded, but I'm like,
0: <laughs> I know the advice right? is like incredible. It's been yeah. it's just been so helpful, Diana, like this these tips are really gonna help us, I think kind of transitioning because it is such a hard time and like understanding how to navigate going into the job space I think is really scary for us right now so just kind of hearing your philosophy on things and like your tips are really helpful so thank you so much for that first of all
1: (laughs) and these things obviously work during non-COVID times also this is a lot of what I did to keep myself relevant uh reaching out to people when I was you know looking for new companies or anything of that sort or even looking for clients it really helps because you need to have that reputation with your name. You need to be able to, it's all about branding yourself.
0: Yeah. Wow. And kind of going off of that, as you said before, you found it, you found your own public relations firm. So what is it kind of like, what led you to that? Um, what inspired you to kind of get into that? And what has it been like for you to kind of run your own business? Um, it's
1: been such a whirlwind. Everything has moved so quickly, which it does in the in this industry, but it's. I never expected any of this to happen. I have to be honest, my grandmother has been bullying me to start my own company since I was, I think, in elementary school. It didn't matter what it was, but she kept being like, you're nobody till you start your own company. And this is coming from a woman who in like 1952 started her own interior design company, which was not normal. It's not only to. And she ended up being very successful with celebrity clients and everything. And she did it all out of her own house. And she would always say to me, like, I did it in a time where women weren't even allowed to work. I started and owned my own company. You can do it. And I kept feeling like it's not the same. It doesn't work the same way. But, you know, listening to her and I sat down, I talked with her before I did this and she gave me advice. And, it, it, you know, even though it is, you know, 70 years difference, a lot of the business principles still come down to it. And, you know, she explained how she branded herself and it's word of mouth. And while she didn't have a PR team, it seemed that she really did PR correctly you know in the days without internet word of mouth and she was able to do it and the advice she gave me really you know it helped me and put me on the right track but for actually starting it you know I really had no intention of ever doing this you know if you asked me a year ago if I was going to own my own company no way <laughs> like this was not going to be it but I realized while I was doing the pro bono work that I was just really enjoying working I mean I was working more than I ever worked you know I was working 20 hour days I still am so when they say, like, you know, be your own boss, you can stop working when you want, but you can also keep working when you want. And I do that a lot. I work a lot of late hours, but I'm enjoying it a lot. It doesn't feel like work. So I really had no intention of doing this, but I was doing the work, and I was sending out emails from my personal Gmail account. And I noticed that, like, while people were answering, which was a little surprising to me, I expected them not to I've seen a PR email it felt unprofessional and I felt a little bad reaching out to some of my contacts from a non-professional email. So the next thing I did is I created a Diana Bassett PR at Gmail and I did that for like a week and it's still just something felt off. And during that time I started working with an actress uh, who's actually a friend of mine from growing up and we were just talking about something she was working on. And I just started giving her some advice, just friend advice and it just kind of evolved. And next thing I know, like I'm saying as your publicist, and she started introducing me to people as her publicist. And I'm like, okay, this this is happening. And I, I was like, I think I'm just going to start my own company at this point. And she was like, okay, I'm your first client. I'm like, done. Aww. So that's when I, and it was like three o'clock in the morning. I might've had a couple of glasses of wine and I bought a domain.
2: The best time to do it. The best <laughs> time is always... Has 2am with a cup oh. of wine I swear
1: I think my husband woke up a couple times like what are you doing I'm like I'm launching an empire go back to sleep <laughs> that's like, amazing you say,
0: we love it oh my gosh I love that I want that quote in this podcast <laughs> that's what amazing. are you
2: doing at 3am with a glass of wine I'm launching an empire go back
0: to bed <laughs> That's phenomenal.
1: He's used to me though, so he was just
0: like, "Okay, <laughs> we'll little back to bed." We love that. Wow. So you kind of touched on this, but what kind of led you down the entertainment route in PR? So I
1: always loved entertainment, starting in film. You know, it's always been connected to me. I'm a huge film buff. I love all things Hollywood and theater. I'm a huge theater dork. Like it's my life, especially you know growing up in New York City, going to the theater every weekend, and I. You don't even realize how many people you know just from being around in this area and it's just talking to people and so the client I have um her name is Nikki Blonsky she was the movie and she was the Tracy in the movie Hairspray so she launched actually this in, um an Instagram live show during quarantine to kind of just entertain her fans and it started just with her you know talking and not doing anything and then random celebrities wanted to join and it was really cool. One of them was Ricky Lake. So there was a nice little hairspray reunion. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Jonathan Lipnicki came on. He was the first one. He actually, he he um, messaged her live show and was like, hey, can I join you? And that's kind of how it was just born. And that's when I joined with her. And I was just kind of giving her advice about how you get the word out there and just kind of evolved. And then I started calling in my contacts to be on the show, calling in her contacts. And it was just, you don't, you don't even realize how many people you know at this point until it's time to like go through the Rolodex and be like, Oh, do you want to be on the show? And it's amazing. You know, we've been doing it week by week and it's just kind of taking off. And actually I, we just started our media outreach and Newsday already interviewed her. And we're really excited about that one. And that was also the first pitch I sent officially as a client for my company. And I got a, a response. Yes. Within five minutes. So it was a really great milestone. And this is my first pitch that my company is sending out and we're going to get a great, know top tier local placement and it was just an amazing accomplishment to know that like okay you know what this is real and it's happening and I started reaching out to all of my contacts that I already had to let them know that I launched it a lot of them do cover entertainment as well as business so I've been able to kind of just mesh that together and it's kind of nice now knowing that I'm using my film degree as well and because I also am helping her at this point since it is you know obviously a very small crew working Um, just me as the publicist and I do have an intern and then she also has an assistant and that's it. And we're all doing this by phone and by computer, obviously, because you know, none of us can leave the house. So it's just kind of, I'm also a little bit of producer and it's fun to put that hat on also. And it is amazing how much that and PR really do go hand in hand.
2: Wow.
0: For sure. I know, I, know um, I went on a trip out to LA this past January with Hofstra and um, mm-hmm. just learning about all the different facets of the media, like it just kind of made everything click for me a little bit. I was like, wow, this is all very, very useful in terms of like moving forward in PR. You never know until you like try it out.
1: Yeah, there's PR in everything. It really is amazing. You know, people talk about, you probably hear all the time, people confuse marketing and PR and you're like, well, it's actually entirely different but here's kind of why it isn't, but don't listen to that because it is actually different. Like it's, it's, unless you've learned it, it really makes no sense, but everything has PR in it, no matter what.
0: Yeah, for sure. I
2: know I would tell people, um, like if people don't really know like what PR is, they'll be like, oh, like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, like I'm going into the PR industry. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, public relations. They're like, what's that? I'm like, it's basically marketing, (laughs) but it's like completely different. Like, I know, like, we had interviewed somebody else, and like PR is all about like the earned media and whatnot, and like marketing is like all paying for it. But at the end of the day, it's all media placement, and so it's like that's where we're similar, but deep down we are extremely different. And like this is all like connection based, and it's like who you know, and it's like, and in this time especially, like I feel like every like we're coming together as like much as possible. And, like, it kind of, like, resonates because, like, we're all not doing anything. We're all at home. We're all just sitting around. And it's, like, even with the Instagram live show, it's, like, you create, if you create good content, like, the word of mouth will, like, buzz around it. And then that's where, like, we can just run in and just, like, take off with it.
1: Absolutely. One of the best ways I explained it with PR to people is, is I say it's kind of like advertising, except advertising is paying to say you're good. PR is getting someone else to say it for free.
2: Exactly. That I can't
1: take credit for that though. I saw that on a poster.
2: <laughs> That's fine. I will put it on the wall. I'll be like, Diana Bassett
0: said this from the, be the quote. Diana, thank you so much for joining us today. This has meant the world to Sean and I. I know, like I said, this advice is going to be so incredibly helpful and we hope it's helpful to our listeners too. But thank you so much for taking the time to be with us.
1: Of course, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And also, any current students or alumni that want to reach out to me on LinkedIn, you can find me at Diana Bassett or you can email me at Diana Bassett at dianabassettpr.com happy to answer any questions, happy to grab a cup of coffee when we're out of quarantine or just hop on the phone and give any advice. And unfortunately, obviously, I'm not hiring right now. But in the future, when I do hire, my goal is obviously Hofstra students because I love to keep the connection going. So, you know, please stay in touch with me. And, you know, we never know. We might cross paths in the industry in the future.
0: For sure. Definitely. We'll definitely stay in touch. I look forward to it, Diana. Thank you so much. Thank you
1: looking for it. Good luck, guys, with everything.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Swing Set. Thank you to Sean and Diana for joining me today, and make sure that you're following along on our Spotify so that you never miss a new episode.